are listening to Community Voices on NPR Illinois. I'm Vanessa Ferguson, and today we are talking to the creative team behind the Looking for Lincoln Stories podcast. We have director Heather Fieser and writer for the podcast, David Blanchett. Thank you both for being here. Well, thank you. It's a pleasure. So I've been listening to this podcast, and I really appreciate not only the wealth of information that you're sharing in these podcasts, but the way that it is created to really bring that story alive and kind of suck me into the details. I found myself listening going, what's going to happen next? What's What happens to her? And so it's been really awesome to listen to this. And so we're going to talk about that podcast today. But first, we always like to learn about our guests. So could you tell us how long have you lived here in Central Illinois? And Heather, we'll start with you. I have lived in Central Illinois now for over 20 years. Okay, so have you, you haven't always lived here then. Where did you live before that? Actually, I grew up in Southern Illinois till I was about 17. And then my dad moved us up here and then I've lived in the Central Illinois area ever since. Excellent, excellent. And so while we're talking to you, can you kind of tell us a little bit about, you know, what you do for a career? What has kind of been your passion in life? Well, I'll start with my passion. It's history. I'm the program manager for Looking for Lincoln and the Abraham Lincoln National Heritage Area. And I've been working at that job for almost 10 years now. And I'm very passionate about history. And what we do is tell the story of Lincoln's life and times and try to bring it to life in various different ways. And the podcast being one of them. Excellent. Excellent. Now, Dave, you've done so much in central Illinois, but maybe could you start by telling us how long you've lived here? Uh, I was born and raised in Kankakee, a little bit north of here, but uh, we moved down here in 1972, and I've been in the central Illinois area ever since, uh, primarily Jacksonville, but more recently Petersburg. Oh, well, I am from Petersburg, so it's always nice to meet a fellow Petersburg person. So can you tell us a little bit about your career, though, because you've done so much, and I'm sure I'm going to miss something if I try to share it myself. So why don't you tell us about your career? We'll give you the very abridged version, if that's okay. Sure. Uh, I spent eight years as a broadcast journalist, and uh, then I went to work for the state of Illinois as a public information officer and uh, spent a number of years there. But because of that, I had the privilege of being involved in the development of the Lincoln Presidential Library and Museum from, from the ground ground zero until its opening and then I actually ran it as deputy director I well ran is kind of a strong word but a deputy director the day-to-day operations of it for a year and then I got pulled away to be the governor's press secretary for about two years and then that governor lost the election and so (laughs) I had to find other other means of employment so since then I've been a freelance writer and freelance photographer uh, writing primarily for publications like the Illinois Times and uh, several newspapers around the region. And during my days with the Presidential Library and Museum, I became acquainted with Heather. And when she needed some writing work, she just came to me and said, hey, do you want to write these scripts? I'm like, wow, this is right up my alley. History and writing? So you bet. Yeah, and I have to say, they're really good. I I wasn't sure when I started listening to the podcast what I was going to be hearing, and it is storytelling. It is uh, very captivating. And so I'm wondering, Heather, can you kind of explain what is the Looking for Lincoln Stories podcast and why did you want to start it? Looking for Lincoln Stories podcast is a podcast that brings stories about people and events to life. And we always stick within the time frame of Abraham Lincoln's life and times. So all the stories in some ways connect to his lifetime, but not necessarily to Abraham Lincoln. 
And really, the impetus behind starting it was we were looking for new ways to tell stories, specifically ones that people couldn't go necessarily to the place to visit, or stories about that people may never have heard of. So I like to think of it as stories that maybe you don't know, or people that you may not have heard of who had an impact in the central Illinois area, and it in some way connects to Lincoln. Yeah, absolutely. And I I think it does such a great job of helping us understand the context of the time that Lincoln was living in. Uh, You know, he's kind of a legend now. He's not even doesn't even seem like a real person at this point. But um, these podcasts and these stories really kind of help us understand a little bit better of what was going on in his community and, and during that time. So talk to me a little bit about also the African American population in Springfield at that time. I feel like that's something else that maybe is glossed over a little bit. You know, they're were there slaves? Were there not slaves? Who was living here? That kind of a thing. And Dave, I don't know if you want to talk to us a little bit, maybe some stories from that time that could illustrate that. And one of the things I learned, I'm not a historian, by the way, but I've had contact with historians throughout this this process, and they're wonderful for fact-checking, giving me raw information. And as I'm learning this stuff, I'm like, wow, I bet a lot of people don't know this, me included. And so I wanted to make it compelling that the information is not only interesting but compelling as well as factually correct. And you asked about uh, African-Americans in Lincoln Springfield. Well, it was tough to be an African-American in Springfield during the 1800s. You know, slavery was permitted in what would later become the state of Illinois for 108 years, but then the vestiges of that just remained for, for a much longer period of time. So because of these laws, there were certain things that, that African-Americans couldn't do. You know, they were certainly a, a ubiquitous presence in, in throughout Illinois, but what we wanted to show was uh, what day-to-day life was like for them in Lincoln's time and how Lincoln would have interacted with, with people of, of all races uh, during that time and just how some of that might have shaped the uh, character of the person that he became. The way that I did that was, was I took all of the research that Heather gave to me, and it, it's, like, it's like studying for a huge final <laughs> test in college and then having to write a research paper about it. But not only that, but the research paper has to be interesting to read or no one's going to want to read it. Yeah. And so I, in my mind, I thought, if I were making a film about this, how would I do it? How would I grab the attention of someone when they watch or listen to the first few seconds that they want to continue listening? And so we, we do that. We grab the attention of the listener uh, with an interesting fact or some drama or some mystery or something. And then you drop these little Easter eggs of facts throughout the entire podcast. So as they listen, they want to listen more. And as they're listening more, they learn more. And then by the end of it, they're like, wait, it's over already? wait, I want to listen to more. But the good thing is we have more than one podcast, so you can listen to more. Excellent. Well, that is exactly my experience as well. One of the things that gripped me early on was, and uh, maybe I'm going to sound really naive saying this, but I think it's out there that people maybe think the same way I do. Illinois was a free state, but no, it actually wasn't in practice. And that was really gripping. I'm like, well, what do you mean that we still had slaves? What do you mean we had indentured servants? What is an indentured servant even, you know, and, and, and the reality of those situations. Heather, do you want to speak a little bit on that? I, I know we can listen more in the podcast, but tell us a little bit about that experience. I mean, that's one of the things that 
as I was, we were trying to tell more diverse stories. I'm like, people don't know these things. They don't know about Illinois' black codes. They don't know that there was, in fact, slavery in Illinois. And I grew up in southern Illinois, as I mentioned, and in Jonesboro and later in Chester. And the Susan Richardson story, which is one of the podcasts, happened in the county that I grew up in, and I never knew the story. And so when I found that out, I was like, we have to tell this story. We have to talk about this woman who on her own initiative, sought her own freedom. And it's a sad story too, but it all happened within the state of Illinois. The whole story happened. And that's unusual in some cases when you're dealing with stories along the Underground Railroad that the whole story takes place in a state. But yeah, the idea that African-Americans really, even up until 1865, like they could be sold back into slavery. I mean, there, there were laws on the books that limited the rights that they had. And so I think part of the project was, and Dave's done a great job in a lot of the episodes, to bring that to light about the black codes and restrictions. So Free Frank McWhorter actually had to have a law passed through the Illinois legislature to grant him legal standing in the state. So, I mean, these are things that we can't even imagine in the 21st century. Well, and also, like, the storytelling of it all really puts it into perspective. It's, it's, it's very different than just saying they went to court, they lost their case. The storytelling really makes you understand how terrible the situation was. And, and each story has heroes and villains. But you have to remember, at the time, the people we consider villains weren't considered villains. Right. They were considered property owners under law who were trying to retain their property. And their neighbors and friends would have, would have thought, oh, yeah, yeah, that makes sense. He's trying to retain his property under the law. Whereas today, you know, we, we know, and, and we've come much farther, and we know that these people were actually villains. They were trying to keep people enslaved by any means possible. And the heroes were those who were actually breaking the laws or bending the laws to try and get freedom for their fellow human beings. And uh, so we try to keep the stories as realistic to the time as possible. And rather than saying this is a bad person or this is a good person, we let the listener decide, you know, based on the story that's being laid out. And it's also in, in a, such a dramatic fashion that, like you said, you get your hopes up and then your hopes are dashed. Their hopes are up and your hopes are dashed. So it keeps pulling you into the story. And then by the end, you're like, wow, that's over already? Yeah, it absolutely does do that. And and again, I walked away going, I feel like I know nothing. I thought I grew up in what was a free state. I'm like, oh, I'm on the I'm on the good side of history. I'm living in a place. And it was not that case. And it's, it, was, it was heartbreaking to listen to, but so informative. And there is a, a really enticing factor to these podcasts. If you're just joining us, this is Community Voices on NPR Illinois. We're talking about the Looking for Lincoln Stories podcast. We have director of the podcast, Heather Fieser here and writer for the podcast, David Blanchett. You know, Dave, what was something that you were surprised by? Because uh, I'll tell you one thing that I'm surprised by is here's Abe Lincoln. He's this, we know him as this legend. He's this great guy. And he's he's kind of brought up around these areas of racism. Um, he's, he's getting to interact with his fellow African-Americans in his town, other citizens in his town. But yet he sees this morality and, and what should be done, even though he's kind of growing up amongst laws that don't reflect those ethics. Were you surprised by kind of his trajectory in life based on what you learned about his community and his surroundings? I was surprised the extent to which he broke with the accepted mores of the day and and actually associated with, with African Americans. And many of them were his close friends and, and he, he used them for 
for business purposes. You know, there, there were other merchants in town that he would frequent, and you know, he wouldn't try to avoid them. Uh, if he saw them on the street, he'd go and talk to them, sometimes very lengthy conversations. So he was, and I knew from my time at the Presidential Library and Museum, he was introduced to the institution of slavery very early in his life took a flatboat trip down to New Orleans and saw a slave auction, just just really kind of influenced his, his vision for the rest of his life. But also, it, it's interesting to see that he never let go of that abhorrence for the institution of slavery. And uh, I think that whether consciously or unconsciously, his friendships and associations with African Americans in Springfield, as, as one of the podcast covers, is an extension of that. And, and we try to, w- without standing on, on a podium or anything, saying Lincoln was a champion of abolition or he was this or that, we just kind of present the story and we let people decide for themselves, you know, based on the information. That is so wonderful. Another thing, Dave, I just want to give you kudos for is in one of the episodes you talk about the Springfield race riots. And this is something that I did not know about growing up, and I am from here, and I learned about it as an adult. And I think it's it's very easy just just to simply say, oh, there was a race riot, people were lynched, but you describe in detail just some of the horrible things that happened, and it's done so well that I walked away from it really understanding, maybe better understanding what happened in those events and, and how tragic they were. Well, I wanted to make sure that people realize that some people that Lincoln actually knew and loved were victims. Yeah. of this despicable chapter in, in our nation, our states, and our city's history. That incident alone spawned the formation of the NAACP, you know, just by itself. And, you know, there, there is now a marker in downtown Springfield on, on the grounds of Union Station, you know, depicting, you know, that moment in the city's and states and nation's history that w- was just awful. And for years, people just didn't want to talk about it. But we're talking about it now. And in case you haven't heard about it, well, listen to the podcast. You're going to hear about it. And, and it, it, you just, we just really have to learn from our mistakes of the past or we're going to repeat them. Absolutely. And again, I want to reiterate what you said earlier is that you're not telling the listeners to think any one way or another when you're, you're just presenting the information and I'm just walking away with it going, I did not know that information was out there. I did not know those details, and I am myself forming an opinion about it. And that's what's so great about this podcast. For anyone who wants to learn more, hear more, where can they go to listen to the episodes that have been done so far and the ones that are to come? So they're on Looking for Lincoln's website, so you go to lookingforlincoln.org. You can also subscribe to them on Spotify, Google Podcast, Apple Podcast. Excellent. Before we let you go, you know, I just want to again give you a congratulations for putting something together that's so well done. I'm really enjoying it. I'm looking forward to listeners listening to some of the episodes here on NPR Illinois on Community Voices. Before we let you go, though, was there anything I didn't ask you about that you really wanted to share today? Or was there uh, maybe a final message you wanted to leave us with? And and Dave, we'll go to you first. Anything you wanted to share? I think if you've never listened to a podcast before, try these out. You know, this is what podcasts should be. They should be educational, entertaining, something that's not hugely long. You know, if, you, if you're driving, if you commute to Springfield, you can listen to it on your commute. But by the time your commute is over, you're going to be getting out of your car going, wow, I didn't know that. I am so glad I listened to that. That is exactly what I did. I listened to these while I was driving. (laughs) Heather, what about 
about you? Any final message you want to leave us with today? Yeah, I think one of the things that's really awesome about the project that we haven't talked about is how we've worked with our various different communities to develop them and get the information from the communities to highlight it, whether it's a story in Atlanta or the the Springfield story, how we've gleaned the research from the communities to kind of highlight their story and help them tell it. Excellent. Well, I just want to thank you both for putting together Looking for Lincoln Stories podcast. We have director Heather Fieser and the writer David Blanchett here today. Thank you both so much for joining us on Community Voices. Thanks for having us. Yes, we've enjoyed it. Thank you for tuning in to this special episode of Community Voices and our celebration of Black History Month all week long with the Looking for Lincoln Stories podcast. Stay tuned for more from the Community Voices team at NPR Illinois.